Thought Bubble Audio. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. It's the Thought Bubble Audio Holiday Special with the hosts of Hate Watch with us, Supergirl TV Talk, and Beer with Geeks. And now your hosts, Kirstie, Kelsey, Tim, and Frank. Hi, I'm Kirstie. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Frank. And it's time to Hate Watch with Beer with Geeks. Welcome to our variety show where four geeks geek out with beer. Shit, there's only three of us right now. Fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) That awkward moment where in our first crossover show, we forget a co-host. So hi. Welcome. Hi. There's there's more of us here than usual. (laughs) (laughs) More than usual, but still not enough to get the intro right. Uh, so this is our first crossover episode with Beer with Geeks. Mm-hmm. What's up? Hey. And also our inaugural Thought Bubble Audio holiday special. Yes. The first of what I hope will be many. Yes. <laughs> well. <laughs> We've got a real treat for you today, too. Mm, we got a hell of a treat. I am super, super excited. I, I feel like my entire life of podcasting has led to this moment. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, I'm not sure what that says the most about in this moment. Uh, we can we can dig deeper into the psychological <laughs> issues later, I guess. But uh, yeah, um, th- so it's 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 the holiday season. And for the last couple of years, December has meant Star Wars. And we thought, what better way to celebrate the holidays and celebrate Star Wars than by going back to the the one that started it all, the one that really made the holiday season in Star Wars be synonymous with one another. And that is nothing else than 1978's Star Wars Holiday Special. Yeah, we made some choices. <laughs> the spirit of Hey Watch is strong with this oh, one. Oh, so strong, so <laughs> strong. So, but before we get started, I feel like as the representative of Beer with Geeks, um, I, I feel like I need to ask: Is anybody drinking a beer? And if so, what are you drinking? I've been waiting for this moment since I bought this beer two weeks ago. Mm. All right, I love the sound of that. What are you drinking, Kelsey? I am drinking the Upside Down Dark Saison from Lamplighter Brewing Company in Cambridge. Nice. And it's really great, and I bought it immediately because the pairing suggestion was waffles. Ah, oh, okay. So your your not so inner Leslie Nope was awakened when you when you saw that. <laughs> got it. Got it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, now I feel really disappointing, but in light of the conversation we're about to have, I do feel that some comfort beer was appropriate. So I happen to be working on one that I know that you over at Beer with Geeks appreciate, and that's a good old-fashioned switchback. Oh, I do love a switchback. I really do. I know it's like it's like kind of basic, but but it's hard to come by where I am, so I just really enjoy the hell out of it. So that's awesome. Um, I am... A little bit jealous. I'm actually enjoying something super basic because it's what my liquor store had, and it was actually the most festive thing they had. But it's just a Sam Adams Winter Lager, which were uh, yeah, Winter Lager. Uh, That's respectable. It's it's fine. It's fine. I was hoping for wrong. I was hoping for something a little more interesting, but uh, but I do enjoy it. So I'm not really I'm not really complaining. Of course, we'll just have to wait to find out what Tim's got. I guess we'll have to find out. Um. I, I I have to mention though that I'm drinking it out of my Chewbacca koozie because again this my life has led to this moment so like I had to just like I had to pull out the koozie 
Can we so, tweet that out with this episode? Because it's, sure. let me speak for all of us in this podcast. It is magnificent. It is. It is. Um, I'm I'm actually quite quite pleased with it. I won it at a uh, a holiday party last year, and wow. um, yeah, yeah, it was like a, a secret Santa thing, and I or a white elephant thing. Uh, and uh, hey guys, yeah, what's up? I have a a news alert from the Empire. Beep 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 beep. Oh no. I think we have a fourth co-host. Oh. Whoa. Oh, it's this guy. Oh, it's this guy. Hello. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the call. My my very own co-host, Tim. Hello. Hello, Hello everyone. Has has Chewbacca arrived yet? He but hasn't. He hasn't he's yet. Not, he's not there yet. He's not- oh, I'm sure I'm sure he'll be fine. You know how he and Han are. They're just getting into all sorts of trouble. They'll be okay. R2, I told you that you had to watch this thing that I'm fixing for no reason with my weird haircut and mascara. God, R2. Anyway, you ladies just go ahead and smile. Tim, you joined us right in the nick of time. Uh, before I made a sexist comment, um, we were talking about uh, what we were all drinking. Are you? Have you cracked open a beer yet? Uh, uh, I, I am drinking a Sam Winter because it's winter. Hey, so, so am I. There you have it. Hey, good for you. Hey, all right. Cheers to that. All right. Cool. Right. Well, I, I think that since we're about to put all of our listeners through a whole lot of pain, um, we should probably get to it and get it over with um, for their sake <laughs> as well as ours. So yes, please. I know that when you when you ladies are hate, hate watching, um, you tend to be very uh, thoughtful and meticulous and take notes, which is a thing that I pretty much never do. In fact, I don't ever do it on any of our shows on, on Supergirl TV Talk. Tim takes the notes and I just sort of add the color commentary. But you two are like, you know, prepared or whatever. Um, <laughs> whatever that's like. So do, where do we want to start? You know, where do we want to kick things off with the, the tra- uh, well, yeah, the travesty that is uh, the Star Wars holiday special? I guess I would ask what the odds are that anyone else in the world knows the premise of this because i gotta say i would never would have guessed that this was the premise of it (laughs) i I spent like three (laughs) weeks trying to surmise like how star wars and holiday specials become one mashup and this is not where i went with it you'd almost even like hazard to call this a holiday special like really until the like it doesn't really resemble any kind of anything to be it's fair just to be fair it's just this weird mishmash of concepts that are thrown together loosely with very scary looking wookies <laughs> <laughs> i mean at one point in my notes i said that i've never encountered a piece of content that is more clearly and obviously saying that they told us that they had two hours to kill and we didn't know what else to do <laughs> so we just made it up as we went yeah that's, yeah i mean yeah. it's about a holiday life sure. day so you know in the same way in the same Which way is, that uh that uh, uh i don't know like the the thing that they do on pbs on the fourth of july is a holiday special <laughs> So, but but also life day is like it's super lame like they're well, going it's to, not anything it's not there are no there don't seem to be really any traditions no. it's a it's a dumb name like like it doesn't surround any it, it there's no context for it. it's just like oh we're alive hey excuse so, me they wear weird robes and hold up orbs on tv that's it that's life day well, did they talk about a tree of life at one point? Yeah, they, maybe. But they, but they, but they all live in trees. So, <laughs> sure. are they talking about the tree that is literally holding up above the ground so they don't die, or a special tree? I... Sure. Yes. The okay. special tree is the tree that was inside of you the whole time. <laughs> oh. 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 
Oh, like that lady who had surgery and they opened up her lung and they found a tree inside. She had like swallowed a, oh, a seed yeah. and it was growing Just in like her lung. That. Just, Just like that. Is yeah. that for real? Yes. I mean, it could be the internet making things up, which is entirely possible. <laughs> but either way, it's a real article on the internet. I, I wish the internet had made this up and that this holiday special was a myth. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not no. convinced that there's not some YouTuber in his basement somewhere that concocted this up. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, okay, so I will say I will say this for this holiday special is that you know, the person who commissioned it, George Lucas, what he had to say about it was, if I could round up every copy and destroy it with a hammer, I would. Yeah, well, there you go. What so, does it say when I, I even George Lucas thinks something is that bad? Yeah, George Lucas. George Lucas <laughs> in the special editions. I just want to remind you. Right. Um, so, Which are Oscar-worthy material compared to the holiday oh, special. absolutely. Absolutely they are. Yes. What this was one? interesting to me is that this came out in 1978. Yes. Before they decided to make Ewoks. Correct. <laughs> so Correct. they looked well at this before, and like said, five years "Let's do this in a <laughs> larger scale." Yeah, well, that is well, that is true. Well, George Lucas kind of had the intention of of um, in Return of the Jedi of making like the Ewoks were kind of supposed to be Wookies. But That's they didn't true. have enough money, and so they did Ewoks instead because like, they're literally we did half Wookies, the size. But smaller, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, what I think is really interesting is that, like, all these years later, George Lucas makes Revenge of the Sith, and it comes out in two thousand five, where they go to Kashyyyk, the Wookiee planet, and it's basically the same architecture. It really <laughs> is down to the tree houses and everything. Yeah, it's it's the same. Like why reinvent were, like, the wheel, well, guys? I guess, I guess holiday special is canon then, because the architecture is the same. <laughs> I mean, Kirsty's right. Why reinvent the wheel? You did it right the first time. <laughs> I don't know if "right" is the word. Yeah, you sure did something the first you time. Did something the yep. first time. <laughs> you you so, made a thing. So, and so, in an attempt to get us towards like premise setting, can I read you the synopsis that I absolutely one hundred percent can? This is the most incredible work of art and writing that I think I've ever found on the internet. And when you say incredible. I think you'll understand. (laughs) I think you'll just, you'll feel it in your soul. It'll be like you're matched in the force with this synopsis. I'll feel it in my life tree inside. (laughs) (laughs) Your life tree is going to grow more roots with this synopsis. Hashtag buck wild. (laughs) Chewbacca and Han Solo try to get to the Wookiee homeworld to celebrate Life Day, but are impeded by an Imperial blockade. Chewie's family passes the time with various forms of entertainment. Yeah, that's accurate. (laughs) All kinds of entertainment. That is actually, that is more interesting than what the holiday special actually was. Because like, like, I wonder what forms of entertainment they would be. Oh, wait, it's the weird holograms that are like that come from the mind of Bob Fosse or something. <laughs> like, I wish it was Bob Fosse. Oh, I, that's true. It's like weird Bob Fosse knockoff. <laughs> I d- it's literally two hours of space TV, such as Space Food Network and Space Infomercials and Space Porn. Yep, Space Porn. Yeah, yep. And a cartoon that tells the future or the past. The cartoon was what? probably the best part of it. Spoiler I, alert: the, car- the cartoon was kind of enjoyable. It had a it had a fun animation style, and yeah. Boba Fett actually did something. First appearance uh-huh. of Boba Fett, by the way. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. it was. I knew that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Kiersey, I saw that cartoon Han was basically a Dimitri. Oh. From Anastasia? Did you notice that? From yeah. Anastasia, totally. I didn't notice that. You know what? I'm going to Google it. Hmm. You really should. I can see that. I can see that. It's, def- it's the hair. It's definitely yeah. the hair. The hair. Yeah, you said it like a Romanoff. I mean, um, Han Solo is kind of a Dimitri just in general. Well, um, that's kind he's of a roguish to, bad boy. That's kind of an insult to Dimitri, though. I think they'd be hanging uh, in the same club. Uh, Oh my god, he is a Dimitri. Yeah, he no, is. No, that's no. Just kidding. I was looking at Luke. 
I mean, they were all kind of Dimitri's, but he was the most Dimitri. They had some Don Bluth hair happening. It, it, yes, mm. exactly. Mm. Um, yes. Mm. I, I personally loved how drunk Carrie Fisher was when filming oh. this holiday special. <laughs> she needed to be. I agree. What a fucking good sport she yeah. was, though. I, she had to I agree. fucking sing. Yeah, and you know what? She has a nice voice. She like, can sing. I was, I mean, granted, her who her parents are, it makes sense. Truth. But, you know, sometimes that skips a generation. That's true. <laughs> the funny thing is, she did it because she they enticed her. So, so all of the big three, right? Uh, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and Harrison Ford were were in this mainly because they felt an obligation to George Lucas. They did it as a favor to him because mm-hmm. he gave them their careers on a silver platter, made them superstars overnight, and so they felt an obligation to do this show even though they all thought it was a terrible idea. And Carrie Fisher only agreed to it ultimately because she got a musical number and she was like, okay, I want to be able to show off my singing ability, so I'll do it. Mm. Um, Mark Hamill did it only on the condition that he would not have to sing. Um, because and then there he was could wear a, concealer? Apparently, yes, and a whole lot of mascara. <laughs> oh, um, it was so weird. His so haircut bad. was so Everything. weird. Everything was so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did it because they wanted to have a Luke song, and he was like, I will not do the Luke song. If you take it out, then I'll do it. Oh I think it's God. a terrible idea, but I'll do it. And they said, fine, we'll take out the Luke song. And then Harrison Ford is quoted as saying, I only did it because the contract was ironclad and my lawyers couldn't find a way out of it. That's fantastic. So, <laughs> the most Harrison Ford thing ever, basically. Yeah. You know, but even even when he doesn't care at all about being in this thing, he's still stupidly charming. He didn't even... He, he is. Didn't, he is. He really I is. What worked for him is you could tell every minute that he was on screen how salty he was to be there. Yes. Yep. And yep. that alone puts him in character. It's like he doesn't even have to work at it. Uh, just be grumpy and you're good. <laughs> what also like, worked no for problem. him was his rock and bod, just to throw that line yeah, in That there. always works for him. We always need to mention that. Yeah, It's always worth I, mentioning. I mean, Frank and I mention it at least once a day. I think so, yeah. yeah. I mean, you joke, but you have not seen our Slack. I, I would pay to see that Slack. <laughs> I'm wearing slacks. Does that count? Heyo! Yay! Thank you. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Frank. <laughs> all right. Well, I came in late, so catch catch me up. You haven't talked about this at all, right? Oh no, no. we were no. we were trading beers when you got here. Okay, great. So let's let's take a step back. Out of the four of us, who had who has seen the holiday special before sitting down tonight? I've seen it twice I, before this. I had only seen it today. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah, I finished it at 8 o'clock tonight. Oh, wow. <laughs> so Frank's the only one that had seen it previously to this. So I watched it a third time for you people. Frank. Dang. That's, I will never watch this again. <laughs> you know, I had had this fleeting thought earlier in the day as I was preparing for this where I was like, you know, there's other podcasts where their thing is that like once a year or for the entire podcast, they just watch the same thing on loop and it's like a tradition and like maybe that'd be really funny. And then we got to the first hologram Cirque du Soleil and I was like, nope, I'm <laughs> nope, out. I'm out. I tap nope. out. Nope. That, that was actually, that was also the thing that made me step back and go, no, this is awful. Like, this Here's is awful. The thing. Here's the thing. Having watched this three times now, can I actually <laughs> say it got better? No. It actually no. got better. No. no. Okay. I, I mean it. So, like, the first time I watched it was just abject horror. It was just it was just jaw on the floor. Why am I still wa- – why can I not tear myself away from – I was like a teenager. I was like, why can I not stop myself? Why do I love Star Wars this much that I won't stop myself when I know this is terrible? The second time I watched it with the Rift Tracks commentary, which, by the way, <laughs> by the way, is the only way to watch this. <laughs> is that how you watched? Is that how you rewatched it? No, I, want, <laughs> I wanted a. It had been again like like eight or nine years, so I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to taint it, so I, I, I went in pure again and watched it 
just just the show with no commentary over it. But really, the only way to watch it and stay sane, Riff Tracks commentary. Um, because they just rip everything apart, including the commercials, and and it is just the the only way to do it. So I, I I must recommend that for anybody who's who's thinking about watching this. Um, that's the way to go. I, I think I think there's an alternative. I think if anybody's thinking about watching this, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I have anxiety at the thought of doing this again. Like, I dread the idea of doing this again. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, I agree with you. There is enough upset. Star Wars products and, and media out there for you in the world that you do not need to see this to yeah. feel like if you're like, oh, I love Star Wars so much. I just need to watch more things Star Wars. There are tons of films. There are two TV shows with multiple seasons. There are video games. There are books. There are comics. You don't need to watch this holiday special. That is true. I would argue that this is Star Wars in its loosest form. Like, this literally could have come off of fanfiction.net. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. part of that is, I mean, I, here I am, the Star Wars holiday special apologist. Um <laughs> Part of that is because there's always got to be one in every group. It was there's always one, and if and if you look around and somebody else isn't that guy, then you're that guy. Um, mm-hmm. And and to their defense, it was 1978. There was only one piece of Star Wars media, and that was the the movie Star Wars. That was only called Star Wars at this point. It didn't even have the name A New Hope yet. So they only had one one reference piece to go off of um and lucas basically handed it off to some folks and was like i don't know just make something please Uh, cbs wants it just just do it just please help me out here and do it so they didn't have much to go off of and and so that's why this happened i don't know i'm done defending it now that's it that's all i got why are you even defending it in the first place (laughs) i'm not i just felt that 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 should be said like you know remember the time that this was made in but really no it sucks it's terrible Here's the thing, though. They gave us two plot lines in this movie. So there's the one where Chewbacca and Han Solo are floating about in the Millennium Falcon. I just did it on purpose. And (laughs) they run into an Imperial blockade. And, like, they have to get through it because rebels and things. Like, that is, like, canon. And there's, like, a narrative arc, potentially. But you want to know what we spent time on? We spent time on Chewbacca's family mm. kicking around the house, turning on like 25 different television-like devices, and just flipping through the channels. Like, yeah. that's the narrative they decided to go with. But what else were they going to do with all that B-roll from Tatooine? <laughs> <laughs> it was just there. Just sitting on a shelf. Just sitting there. Can, can I actually... Can I actually say something that I I actually really enjoyed from the holiday special? Oh, now who's the apologist? Um, <laughs> I apart from the cartoon, which I kind of enjoyed, I really enjoyed B. Arthur. Yes, yes, <laughs> that scene was great. Oh, I wanted more of that. Just, <laughs> yeah. just, just like, just they could have kept the structure of the entire thing and just cast B. Arthur in every role and I would have been here for it. Like you want to find the apologist in the group, it would be me. You could have <laughs> set right. the whole holiday special in that cantina and I would have been happy. Just B. Arthur going around being like, hey, so what's your story? You know what? I don't care. What do you want to drink? You See, know in what? my notes I, don't I care. suggested a rewrite <laughs> where the whole thing is just B. Arthur and Han Solo drinking a beer. I want that. I I can totally see that, especially after The Force Awakens with Han in, like, Maz's castle. Like, I can totally see that. Oh, Maz, do you have any beer? I gotta go hang out with uh, B. Arthur, you know, because, you know, then there's Maud, you know. (coughs) You know, the usual Han Solo. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, with his rockin' bod and, and his, rockin', his rockin' his rockin' dad bod at that point. Hey, all right. Listen, he can yeah. still he can still get it because he's a father. Jeez, because <laughs> Han Solo's a dad. 
Come on, guys. All right, yes, hit us over the head with it, please. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. As long as on. we're talking about B. Arthur, though, I want to toss over to Kelsey, who is our resident rom-com sniffer-outer. Yes. And just check in on the three minutes or so of mini rom-com that we got. It didn't quite work for me. Oh, no. Is it just because he had to drink beverages through a hole in his head? That was kind of a hang-up. For sure. <laughs> they, they're they just, it seemed like one of them wasn't into it at different times. I don't know. It just wasn't quite there. It didn't have the sexual awakening that The Last Jedi did. <laughs> I think that's a pretty mm. high bar, though. <laughs> well, that's the standard now. <laughs> that's where we're at. That's where we are at in culture. <sighs> but I mean yeah. as you said I'll take what I can get <laughs> I guess a rom-com is a rom-com there might have been better rom-coms during the commercial breaks though I agreed would, hmm, hmm. Now, now to to be honest so I, I had watched the commercials before but this time around I, I got myself a copy that did not have the commercial so I missed out on that on that delight this time around and it's been a while but can you can you refresh my memory like what were some of the commercial highlights so there was there's two different gm commercials that are very similar to the current day honey bunches of oats commercials where they have like factory workers who are like Mm. very proud of their product and um so the first one is a guy who works on the line and he's talking about how fun it is to be like a line worker and he's part of the union and unions are so great. And then the second one is someone who does quality control and he talks about looking at engines and making sure engines run. And it always ends with the slogan. I wrote it down. (laughs) Um, People building transportation to serve people. Rolls right (laughs) off the tongue. Mm -hmm. The slogans are really my favorite. There was one that was just Tober is robot spelled backwards. (laughs) Tober! I remember Tober! Tober, it's robot spelled backwards. I remember that one. Classic. Tober is a classic. Like, imagine if our jobs were literally just to come up with a tagline that was, well, this is this spelled backwards. (laughs) I don't know. I'm out of ideas, Glenn. Let's just go with Tobor. I mean, it's just the word that's spelled backwards. I really can't see that being a problem, you know, with these kids these days. They they like the backwards words, you know. That was a joke. There was also one, there were several pantyhose commercials because this was a time in which women didn't have normal legs. And one of them (laughs) involves a song gloating about having panties in your pantyhose. I don't know enough about pantyhose to understand this. I can't say that I do either. But they were very proud of their panties in their pantyhose. Yeah, I'm going to tap out of this one. They come in eggs, right? Is that still a thing? Uh, Not all of them. Depends on the brand. Okay. I learned that from Robin Hood Men in Tights. There you go. Get the jollocks. Your pantyhose, and he's just cracking the eggs open and pulling out the, pulling out the legs. It's great. <laughs> yes, that is what it's like being a woman. That's not what I said at all. <laughs> I just asked if pantyhose came in eggs, like people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kirsty, are you going to address your favorite commercial though? I thought the pantyhose one was my favorite. Well, there was one that included a song. Oh, so so there was a union commercial, and uh, it starts off with this one guy talking about his union, and then suddenly there's all these people singing, and then from all corners of the screen, this like giant chorus comes walking onto the screen singing about their wonderful union, and then it ends on a very high note, like they had some really aggressive sopranos in their union. This sounds and like propaganda. I believe it had to do with buying Made in America products, too. A lot of them did. There were a lot of things during the commercial breaks that felt really, it felt like time stands still in a lot of ways. Like, all of the cold medicine commercials were exactly the same as they are now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was all, like, anti-outsourcing Made in America, like, borderline America first (laughs) propaganda. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So there was a lot of that. But... Yeah, so my husband walked through the door um, to get coming home from work just as that commercial was playing, and he's like, "What the fuck are you watching?" 
<laughs> and I was like, it's a union commercial. Wouldn't you like your union if you had a chorus? And he's like, no. <laughs> and that was when he tapped out of the holiday special. Oh, man. The commercial. The commercial. <laughs> the commercial. <laughs> the union singing chorus commercial. I mean, the commercials are arguably better than the actual content, so I don't blame him. Well, then there was the content that was interesting and almost like sponsored content, like the Jefferson Airplane music video. Oh my god, yeah. yes. That well, it was, was Jefferson fun. Starship, because Starship oh, and space, different. get it? Yep, got it. <sighs> it hurts so much. And I like Jefferson Starship and Jefferson yeah. Airplane. I like that band. And yet this was horrendous. It was just so long. It was so long. Yeah, it had real no talk, place. I skipped most of it. It had no <laughs> place in this. Okay, so I, I feel like it's... So they were going for, like, they hired people who had done, like, 70s, 60s and 70s variety shows, because that was, like, yeah. a whole genre, which, like, is gone mm-hmm. now, but that's fine. That was a genre back then. But this was, like, even bad for that. Like, this was a badly done variety show, even if you like variety, even if you like cheesy variety shows. It was mm-hmm. bad because nothing it, had anything was, to do with anything else. Yeah, it wasn't a variety show so much as it was a Wookiee watching TV. Yeah, <laughs> you were watching somebody else watching TV. Is it time to address all the things that were made us uncomfortable during this? Of course it is. The holiday special, <laughs> the holiday special, or the commercials. <laughs> the holiday special, but I mean, if you've got commercials, throw them in there. I don't. I just. It's just the holiday special, and I there's there's really one that I mean. I already made fun of Mark Hamill's weird ensemble face ensemble. Um, but there's only one that really comes to my mind, and it's the the overbite on was it Grandma Wookie or whoever that is Grandpa. Oh, itchy. grandfather Wookie. Grand, Grandpa Wookie. The horny Wookie. Was the <laughs> That was the scariest thing I've seen in Tim, years. Tim, he had his dentures out. All right, don't make fun of an old man. Don't put your knees down. All right, I, I will make fun of him. It was the scariest thing I've seen in years. I'm pretty sure I dreamed about it. Yeah, itchy, itchy was pretty bad. Itchy was pretty bad. That's but that's Chewie's dad. Get it, itchy, Chewie, huh? Ah, uh, lumpy. Huh? I just lumpy? I don't understand why. Like Chewbacca has like a mythical name and his wife had some weird mythical name and then his father is itchy and his son is lumpy. So so here's the terrible it's lump, part. Lumpabaka. So so no, no, it's worse. <laughs> it's it's actually even worse. It's Lumpawarump. No, no, no. Um his no. wife, Mala, it's is short for Mala Tobuck. No. And Itchy, my favorite. Itchy <laughs> Is short for Atichikuk. Nope. 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 So nope. they nope. decided That's... not to call him Cuck and to call him Itchy, which was really a kindness. Um, but no, that was a missed opportunity. Yeah, I know. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, um, since Kelsey brought up the things that made us uncomfortable, the thing that made me uncomfortable was his chosen form of VR, uh, mm. VR hair dryer porn. Um, yeah. <laughs> That with Literally, Diane no one has ever asked for a horny Wookiee. Not once. <laughs> I don't well, think Mala some, has ever asked for that. Some producer did because some, we did. got it. Yep. For like so, 10 minutes. So, for so long. Like, I don't know so why long. that scene was necessary at all, but like, why couldn't it have somehow been related to the cantina or something? Why did it have to be old man sex webcams because that would that would require an an editor (laughs) on a a script that somebody cared about fair point (laughs) um can we also as long as we're talking about horrible things that wookies had to deal with can we talk about the moment that an adult human man coerced a female wookie into kissing him on the cheek (laughs) yeah Was that um, wrong? Was that, yes. <coughs> well, yes, yes, it was. But <laughs> was that the Art Art Carney character, the the traitor guy? Yeah. 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 He walks in, and uh, 
Chewbacca's wife, like, makes noises at him. And he goes, now, is that a way to greet an old friend or something like that? And she, like, does the Wookiee equivalent of rolling her eyes. And he, like, says something else. And then she awkwardly pauses and then leans in and kisses him on the cheek. And he's like, there you go. I mean, and then Luke, like, gets on the FaceTime with her, and he's like, come on, why don't you smile? There we go. That's more like it. Your husband may be dead, but why don't you give us a nice (laughs) smile? (laughs) How crazy would that be if they killed off Chewbacca and Han in the holiday special? In the holiday special. And then, Sue, you go see Empire Strikes Back a few years later, and they're just not there. Because they died in the holiday special. We all special. know George Lucas isn't above retconning. This is true. This is true. Well, I mean, like, now he's retired, so he's he's above everything now. <laughs> <laughs> we like to say he's been put in timeout. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning what? It's only a matter of time? Maybe. Yes. <laughs> Nothing is sacred. What else was terrible in this? Kelsey, there you brought was... it up. <laughs> There was the cooking segment. Mm. Oh, Space Food Network. Space yeah. Food and a Child. Yeah, with the the man cross-dressing as a woman, maybe in blackface. Yeah, <laughs> that, that questionable. Was, yeah. That was a very uncomfortable characterization. I'm used to the, the polished Mary Berry type cooking show, and this just really threw me off. It was mm. a little violent. <laughs> I mean, a whole bunch I of mean, hands. When you st- yeah, when you start adding arms, that's that's when it starts to get it starts to get to weird places. I think yeah. they thought that was like a story twist. You know, I think they thought like, oh yeah, <laughs> they won't see this one coming. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I didn't. That was they. <laughs> I didn't see it coming. I never would have guessed that I was going to start a movie and it was just going to be a movie of people watching space TV. <laughs> I know, and this wasn't even made in 2017. <laughs> like this has, this is this has modern cinema written all over it. Uh huh. This is not a social commentary. <laughs> no, no, it is disturbingly Shockingly earnest. enough. I have to say, at one point, I kind of stopped taking notes and just wrote a question, which we at Hate Watch normally reserve specifically for Netflix, mm. but in this case, I feel applies. CBS, what have you done? (laughs) There was literally a scene where the traitor guy is hanging out with some imperial something guy, and they have a whole, like, four-sentence exchange about pocket-sized aquariums. That part was great. A pocket-sized aquarium? You could bring it anywhere. I hate fish. Okay. <laughs> I'm taking this. Okay. No problem. You do you, whatever. I kind of love that Harvey Corman was in this. I was like, what are you what are you doing, Harvey Corman? You're you're a you're a genius comedic actor. What are you or and B. Arthur for that matter. Yeah, like, yeah. Sure. What are you what are you both doing in this? <laughs> James Earl Jones, why did you record more dialogue? (laughs) The thing that gets me about this movie, and we talk about this all the time, but it like, it like took me out of this cinematic universe, is like so many people at so many levels had to agree to this. Yes, I know. They had to sign up to it. They had to sign contracts. They had to attend rehearsals. They had to do wardrobe they had graphic designers they had people making sets they had people doing storyboards like there are so many layers in which people willingly did the work to produce this and made the decision every day to produce this it it you know blows my mind that's such a great point like and that's an incredible point which which makes this i think even worse yes (laughs) yeah it does. Right. I, I think sometimes it's easy to just watch things and think about everyone on the screen as sort of passively being there because it's contained within the content itself. But like every single one of them made that choice every single time they participated. They woke up that morning and they said, you know what? I'm going to go to the set of the Star Wars holiday special today. Let me get in my car and drive there. 
<laughs> you know who didn't say it like that? Harrison Ford. That's true. That's true. Let you me know, go to my contractually obligated. Yeah. His lawyer <sighs> physically dragging him through the door. I don't wanna. You can't make me. Like no, literally, we can make you. We can, and we will. And we have. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There were, there were a lot of people who'd signed off on this festering turd of a holiday special. And at the end of the day, I still don't really know what life day is. I know. <laughs> that's a great point. I, like, what? I, that's my me. Like, it's a nothing holiday. It's like, I know more about Arbor Day than I know about Life Day. <laughs> it's basically Wookiee Arbor Day. And, and, and really the thing I think that gets me about this is it's, it's ostensibly a Wookiee holiday, right? Can mm-hmm. we all agree on that? Right? Sure. And who sings the song about it? But the like princess human being who is like, let me, let me, guys, guys, I know this is your holiday, but let me, I, I, I'm, I'm human. Um, I'm, I'm just a gonna, princess. Let, yeah, I'm, I'm royalty. So let me just sweep in here and sing a whole song about it and tell you about your, your holiday. Like, how, what imperialist crap is that? <laughs> yeah, it was so unclear because. It was clearly a Wookiee holiday until it was conveniently a protagonist holiday. Right, right. <laughs> well, Star Wars has always loved a good white savior. Mm, too much. Until, until it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> also, the trader guy brings in a bunch of Life Day presents, and they're conveniently wrapped exactly like Christmas presents. Is, and I was it? like, are you just co-opting the holiday because you don't have the cultural competency to know exactly how to present a Life Day gift? Or, like, what yes. Like what happens? Yes, that would be correct. <laughs> also, sure. why is he there, this human trader on the <laughs> Wookiee planet where, like, literally everyone is a Wookiee except for the Empire and this one trader? I couldn't I mean, tell you. I mean, didn't he say that? I thought he implied at one point that, like, Wookiees bought a lot of, like, random shit. They just, like, buy stuff. Probably. I I thought he was <laughs> implying that the that the Empire also bought random stuff. Because that would I also make sense. I thought he was sense. targeting Wookiees and, like... Being really um, passive-aggressive about it? Like, preying on them. Hmm. Oh. I thought he made a comment like they just buy tchotchkes and so he like made bank by squatting on this Wookiee planet and look, selling them infomercial crap. Look, I'll be honest, I wasn't paying that close <laughs> attention. <laughs> Listen, whatever pays the bills for our Kearney. <laughs> it's possible I just made that up too. No, I no, believe you. No, I believe it. No. That's that is more interesting than the hour and a half holiday special <laughs> that I watched. All of a sudden, there's pathos, and I'm interested. <laughs> now Was that a character back. motivation? Now I need to go back and rewatch. No, don't, don't do that. that. Don't do that. Don't no, 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 no. Save yourself. Oh, no, that was a joke, folks. A don't worry. I'm not going to. I, I do but love- But then when- Go ahead. When Chewbacca's wife gets on the phone, he's like, oh, my Wall Street customer. <laughs> right. They're, right. They're a very wealthy family. <laughs> I do love that Han was like once he arrives he's like you guys are like family to me alright bye <laughs> <laughs> like, so he literally drives across the galaxy to drop Chewie off and be like I'll come pick you up at 6 like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna do like in between that time enjoy your conjugal visit <laughs> <laughs> One of my other favorite parts about that is they show Han and Chewie talking about how getting through the blockade is going to be really hard. And he's just lost control of the cannon or the gun or whatever. And things aboard the Millennium Falcon are not going well. And then they cut away and we watch more space TV. And then suddenly they're there. They're like, Chewbacca's like walking through the door. It's like, yo, what's up? (laughs) <laughs> yep, I'm I'm 100% with you they're like oh this blockade's gonna be tough and then you're like there's no ships outside that planet <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I've seen the Phantom Menace I know what a blockade looks like oh, and that's boy. that's not this no, the Trade Federation was not oh behind this one nope. the Phantom Menace is the best movie of all time compared to this <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
You know, we've been watching a lot of really bad movies. We've been doing a Hallmark series. Mm, genius. Yes, I got have. to a point where I was like, I think I'm so dead inside that I wouldn't know the difference anymore. <laughs> so the good news about this film is that I definitely still know the difference. Hey, okay. <laughs> You're not dead inside. Yay. I'm not completely dead inside. But it's been it's been a roller coaster of a week because I watched The Last Jedi and then I watched A Christmas Prince and like two Hallmark movies and now I've watched this. So I feel like I'm descending into like a black hole. Yeah. I, well, I've I'm actually almost Star Wars out at this point because <laughs> I watched I had um pneumonia, so I was I was out of work all week. Oh, and no. so I watched all the Star I watched all the Star Wars films and then I dragged my butt out of bed to see The Last Jedi twice. Um twice and then I watched the holiday special and that was the last that's the last Star Wars thing that I've seen. <laughs> the holiday oh. special oh man ending on a sour note <laughs> on a t- i ended on an awful note and i don't know that's maybe that's why i'm star wars out i don't know if i can go back to that <laughs> i just that's the so thing stick with me I'm gotta so go sit sorry. and time out with george lucas oh <laughs> him and his neck parasite we'll have a good time <laughs> <laughs> can i tell you the one thing that brought me like it didn't bring me joy but it brought me like a glimmer of light in the darkness <laughs> sure I have a soft spot for young Luke because he just looks like a fresh-faced baby lamb. Like, he's just so wide-eyed and innocent. And so he mm. popped up on the screen fixing the weird engine with R2-D2. And I was like, we must protect him. <laughs> protect the he doesn't young one. Know how to, he doesn't know how to apply fake tan or mascara. <laughs> we must protect him. I know. <laughs> it was true in A New Hope also. No yeah. one helped him. He was That's just a true. boy. I, like that level of innocence. I just want to put him in a bubble <laughs> and keep him safe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he would accept the bubble because the whole point of A New Hope is he's trying to break out of the bubble he's in. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be no like, character. why don't you smile? <laughs> <laughs> I gave you a moisture evaporator in blue milk. I don't understand why you're not happy inside this bubble I've made for you. <laughs> We have fennel here. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I've done it. You've broke her. I found an article recently that confirmed that it was fennel. Oh my goodness. Do you want to go back and explain for the audience? <laughs> or for me? In in a new hope, when Aunt Baru is putting vegetables into that food processor thing, she's yeah. putting fennel in. That's amazing. That's amazing. It's like it's so exotic. Fennel. And I get it. It was the seventies, grocery stores look different, supply chain, blah blah blah. But it was just so, I was like, you couldn't, like, they're drinking blue milk. You couldn't even paint the fennel blue. You're just like, yes, this is a space vegetable on its own. I bought it. (laughs) Just fennel. If you you go back and listen to the first education, I had like a 10 minute rant about fennel. Mm -hmm. It was a whole thing. It was great. Oh my God. But like, but like. It was a really tough season. You, know. I, you and I bought it, Tim, because when we watched it, we were seven. It's <laughs> mm, a good point. Yeah, that's... yeah. I mean, there's a lot of problems with bringing in a noob at this stage in the game and expecting that I'm going to watch it with a, a meaningfully critical eye. Yeah, well, that was, I mean, that was the best part of an education. Per- personally, that was that was my favorite <laughs> That's my favorite thing was the fact that like here here are two very very intelligent people who are going to tell you everything wrong with everything you love. <laughs> Man, if that's a job offer, does anybody so watch? Does anybody watch How I Met Your Mother? 
Of course. Yeah. You know that you know there's that episode <coughs> I, can't, I can't remember what it's called, but there's that one episode where they all 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 the, the friends like realize different things about each other and when yes. they, they yep. realize those things, like they hear the sound of the glass, glass shattering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yep. reference this episode all the time and literally no one ever knows what I'm talking about. Oh my god, my wife and I reference that to each other constantly. And Are you just discovering new things about each other and so you what? have a little glass shattering? Sure. Sound. Yes. And and throughout Nerdication, it was just constantly the glass shattering behind me. Oh, my God, that was oh, subtle. No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Just constantly. That's, that's <laughs> what was happening. Like, I'm really sorry. And also, I feel like I've done a public service. Oh, it was delightful. Because <laughs> you can't take my love of Star Wars away from me, no matter how hard you try. That's what I learned, was that listening to people criticize it intelligently still did not make me hate Star Wars. It was the holiday special that did that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to praise your resilience for making it through the holiday special. Look, when you love something, you can watch it in its worst form and still love it. Oh, that was beautiful. (laughs) Can we address what happened at the end of the holiday special? Sure, please. Uh, please. After the song? Oh, after the song, okay. I think I blocked it out. What happened? (laughs) What I think might have been a recap of A New Hope. Oh, yes! Oh, Inexplicably. Yeah. It was, it was, yes. yes. It had nothing true. to do with the rest of the holiday special. Nope. And it, it was... was just inconsequential parts of A New Hope that flashed with this blue overlay. Oh, that weird montage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was, that like, so they would go through like three clips and then they would flash back to Chewie's face. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> was that just to remind people that Star Wars had happened? Kinda. Kinda. Because, they again, they didn't have much to go off of. So they were sort of like, remember this time when they were walking down a hallway? And then that time they blew up the Death Star? And then that time that Luke was walking in the desert? And, like, it was it was intercut, like, extraordinary things and then very mundane things. Right. Actually, maybe it well, was more to remind people that like, hey, I know you just watched this awful thing. So here's this thing that you love. Remember when you were happy? Edited together. Yeah, remember, <laughs> remember when you were happy? When you were happy? <laughs> That's a show title. <laughs> remember when you were happy? I was going to suggest happy? that they had just given all of these speeches about like friendship and loving each other and then they had all like professor love for each other so it was supposed to be like reinforcing that they know each other <laughs> yeah that makes sure. sense you know you're giving them a lot more credit than they deserve <laughs> I but keep I appreciate trying. that I'm trying so hard I feel like I feel like I made you self-conscious by saying you tore apart the thing I love but I still loved it and you were like I'm gonna make this make sense now <laughs> no, no speaking of pathos like that's my pathology <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like I will make this make sense. Okay, okay. I appreciate the effort. I do. Not sure I buy it, but um, I appreciate the effort. <laughs> yeah, that's that's reasonable. Um, I forgot to tell y'all one thing when we talked about the commercials because this feels like relevant mm-hmm. and low key earth shattering. Mm. So there's a toy commercial at the very end. It's like the last commercial break, and it's R two D two and C three P O. Name I always get wrong, Nailed and it. they're thanks. They're describing various toys, and I don't know if it's a uh, standalone toy or if it's part of like a uh, like an American Girl doll vignette that goes with an action figure. But they describe there being a <laughs> trash compactor. <laughs> <laughs> Borderline might spend some time on eBay to see if I can get my hands on it. That's awesome. All I want for Christmas is the trash compactor action figure. Oh my god! You know that's probably oh worth a bit of money. Like it probably is. I would say good luck trying to get it. Yeah, seriously. I, oh even if I just goodness. had like a screenshot of it, I just want evidence. That there was a trash compactor toy. <laughs> Truth. Truth. I just really appreciated that your cultural reference was an American girl doll. <laughs> I don't know what action figures come with. Oh my god. 
Some of them uh. come with trash compactors. You know. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh. Mm. Oh, I man. think I'm, I think I might be out of things to say about the holiday yes. special. I feel like we covered uh, it. I didn't think that was possible, but here we are. Any, I any... think in a lot of ways it really speaks for itself. Yes, I I it's, would agree. It says it says mounds of nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You are correct. Just like Life Day. Just like Life Day. Why, why don't we go around and um, what what are <coughs> what are our highs and lows? What what was the highest point and the lowest point of this uh, of this whole experience for everyone? And let's start with Kelsey. Well. The high is obviously going to be bonus content with Han Solo's Rockin' Bod. Ah, uh, of course. <laughs> the low was the intro when I realized what this is about, and I wrote down Chewbacca's family, his wife, <laughs> his son, Lumpy. <laughs> you Snapchatted that to me yesterday, and I just about died laughing. So, yeah. Um, Okay, that's great. So Han Solo gave you a Christmas boner. Great, great, great. Yep. Um, yeah. Well done. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Kirstie, what were your highs and lows? <laughs> um, so my high is a tie because I'm a cheater. Uh, the highest of the high was the moment when I realized B. Arthur was in this for no mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The second high was when I realized that Chewbacca's son is the requisite Christmas movie demon child. Oh. Every holiday movie has one. Oh, my. Great. Except for Home Alone 3, and that's why that movie is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) And my low was definitely horny Wookiees. Yeah. Mic drop. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Tim, highs and lows? Um, My high is also B. Arthur. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, that was a treat and a half because that sequence was long and it was a musical and it was great. Um, my low is the, I think the holographic entertainment segment, mm. like the first like Cirque du Soleil thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, the first one. The, yeah, that one was tough. It, it was, it was weird and gross and boring and like <laughs> all at the same time. Yeah. And it, it should not have I- existed. I found for me that like as we went on and I started to figure out what the rhythm of the special was going to be, I was like, okay, it's going to be all of these shorts of the random space TV they're watching. But that first one, we didn't, well, you know, that was the thing we were doing now. (laughs) (laughs) This is the hand we've been dealt. (laughs) But that first one, there's none of that explanation they're just standing around sadly looking at pictures of Chewbacca and then they're like, here, son, have a hologram. <laughs> you know, have an iPad, kid. You'll get exactly. over it. <laughs> but then it's like creepy Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> yep. 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 And it was, oh, it's, oh my. It was, this so was te- it was, te- it was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah, if I had to name highs and lows, I I would say highs, the, what was the high, what was the best thing that happened in this? (laughs) It's so hard to choose. It's so hard hard to do. I know you want to say B. Arthur. No, no, I mean, yeah, but like, I I think the best was probably the cartoon. Um, I enjoyed the cartoon actually quite a bit, because- especially third time around the cartoon was actually the only thing that was like oh this actually feels like star wars um and it's the first time we saw boba fett so you know that's pretty cool um so so, so, i don't i don't disagree with any of that i think that's yeah it was pretty good i gotta say the cartoon was pretty good and and part of that is I, i was reading i was reading up on this as i was watching it apparently the cartoon was made in complete isolation from the rest which explains a lot so they had yeah. no idea what they were making the cartoon for. And they're like, and to this day, we're very proud of our section of that show. Um, <laughs> which is, yeah. So the cartoon is probably my favorite. And then, yeah, the Wookiee porn was probably the low. <laughs> that was real tough. Come on, man. That's just, that is just a bridge too far, for, even for me. <laughs> someone <sighs> wrote it. Someone storyboarded it. Someone cast it. 
Someone they paid for it. it. Someone paid for it. Someone costumed it. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. I know. Everything you say is true. I <laughs> someone, don't. Someone decided that massive underbite was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, how else are you going to know that he's very old? Yeah, I guess. You make him gray. Check. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. Give him a cane. You don't know, Wookiees. Have them hold a sign that says, I'm really old. It <laughs> was really life. hard to tell them apart. <laughs> yeah. You know you know what we haven't addressed yet? The fact that oh. there were like full-on like 10-minute scenes of just... <laughs> with no subtitles! None. Yes. On television <laughs> in 1978! Just... Wookie dialogue for minutes on end with no people translating or doing. Lo- You're right, Chewie. This is a really bad. No, none of that. Just three Wookies talking to each other for ten minutes straight. That's yeah, I did so a pacing true. check at about seven minutes and change because I was like, "Where have I been?" And that was not the end of Wookie talking time. <laughs> nope. Nope. I just don't understand how that was allowed. Like how anyone thought like, hey, this is a good idea and we should let this stand. I really think that what happened overall was people were like, you know that I don't, I, there's probably a name for this phenomenon. I don't know what it is, but the phenomenon where someone like, like something gets popular and the people who made it don't understand why the thing they made got popular. Yeah. So, uh, so sure. They just are just like, I don't I don't get what it, I don't know what it is about this that's good. So just make something that seems the same to you as a person <laughs> who doesn't understand why it got popular. Just just try to do it again. And so they're like, I don't know. They like the they like the dog man. Just let the do make three of them and make one of them a girl and make them talk to each other. I don't know. The kids like this stuff. I don't understand why. Just do it. Um, <laughs> that's kind of what happened. I think there was some of that at play, and I also think a producer was in his closet office somewhere and was like, look, we've got fucking peanuts to spend on this. What's the best way to fill up screen time but (laughs) also do nothing that requires a crew or anyone union? Great. Let's just get a bunch of actors in a room to make tongue noises at each other for 20 (laughs) minutes. (laughs) It's true. Do you know what this whole thing kind of reminded me of, which is something I'm going to – my – Connection is something that I actually love, but it still reminded me of it. Is the show Dinosaurs? Oh, oh wow! Um, just everybody in costume, non-humans, like everybody's just going about their day, watching their weird cooking show or their weird <laughs> entertainment in their like, pre- like kind of like fun architecture, prehistoric, like treehouse, whatever. It felt like dinosaurs to me a lot of the time. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, that was that's it. And I I just watched the first season of the show over the summer, so it's still kind of like in my brain, I guess. Um, but that's it. That's my I guess my closing hmm. thought on this massacre that is the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> it was a bloodbath. The good news about not having subtitles while there's Wookiees screaming is that it's great for knitting. <laughs> Ah, sure, sure, sure. Sure, because you don't have to read anything. You can just barely watch them. Right. (laughs) It requires so little attention. See, I I was doing some other tasks while I was watching, and I had the thought several times that I didn't think I could knit because there was, like, nothing going on, but there was also too much going on. Yeah, but even Mm. when things were happening, they went on for so long that you mm. could definitely catch it before it ended. I just felt like it would like penetrate into my brain and make me unable to focus on anything because <laughs> of slow torture. <laughs> the Lucas effect? The Lucas effect. Slow torture for our modern times. <laughs> well, yeah. happy life day, everyone. <laughs> happy oh, life day. Yeah. Happy life day to you as well. My life day wish to all of you is that you will find your bliss again. <laughs> Thank you. My my soul tree, my lung soul tree is connected to all of your lung soul trees. Oh. <laughs> sultry soul tree. 
You're sultry, Frank. Mm. All right, watch it. Mm-hmm. And we hope that this has fed your soul tree mm. and that you can feel the branches of our soul trees reaching through the headphones <laughs> to bless you on this life day. It's kind of aggressive. <laughs> kind of violent. <laughs> Better or worse than this. your brainstem, subscribe to our podcasts. Brainstem. We're coming for brainstem. you. <laughs> oh, my God goodness all right we're losing it we're losing it um where can people find hate watch with us on the internet we are at hate watch with us on twitter hate watch with us at gmail.com if you want to hit us by email we have a website hate watch with us.com find us anywhere you find podcasts boom Tim, where can people find Beer with Geeks on the internet? You can find Beer with Geeks at beerwithgeeks.com or on Twitter, Gmail, and Facebook at Beer with Geeks. You can also check out all the other Thought Bubble Audio shows at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. You can also head over to iTunes to rate and review Beer with Geeks and Hate Watch with us and leave us a frisky five-star review. Mm, frisky five stars. I like that. Mm, mm-hmm. Nice. Sultry, sultry. <laughs> Sultries are the new likes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All I right. Love, well I love that sultry. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Right. Friends, this has been a blast. It has been a wonder it has been wonderful. I've I've never celebrated such a good life day before. This is oh. this has truly been <laughs> this, is, truly been this is my favorite life day. Yeah. It's a life day for the books. It is well, th- friends. Thanks for being here. Well, thanks, for, thanks for <laughs> le- thanks for letting me call in Luke Skywalker style and just hanging out with you guys. And thanks everyone out there for listening. Absolutely, and to to everyone out there, no matter what star system you're on, happy <laughs> happy life day, happy holidays, happy New Year's, uh, and until next time. Cheers. Cheers. That's what you